Newt Gunray's influence extends farther than we ever imagined. Welcome everybody to Not Uncle to Uncle. This is Wado's Vados, the only podcast hosted by three sensational Latinos, hosted coast to coast, internationally. I'm your main host, Franklin, and my other main hosts are here. I'm joined by my guy, a huapo himself, Harpo. What's going on, gentlemen? It's uh, your boy Harpo here in uh, no longer sunny Northern California because apparently the weather has finally decided to shift and we've got some rain and uh, yeah, now all the white women are all about the pumpkin spice everything. Oh, Bert, some, somebody calls Senorita call? awesome. Yeah, exactly. How, what's the weather like out there in uh, Florida, Bert? It is swampy like the devil's butthole, not gonna lie. It is... The most humid cesspool every waking hour of the day now. But I love it, you know. It's it's Florida. I mean, you can go to the beach whenever you like. That is true. You work. Yes. This is not Ohio. <laughs> we love where we live. You you can go to the beach in December. Like there's no no cap there. <laughs> We had a general manager for the Kings briefly, this guy Pete D'Alessandro. He's uh goes down as one of the worst general managers ever, but it was like he was so bad that he had to have a town meeting with the fans. And like a like a city hall sort of meeting. Mm-hmm. And uh fans were like asking him questions about getting free agents to come here. And he was like, Of course free agents want to come here. It's Sacramento. We play basketball outside of the winter. It was like, no, dude, literally we don't. It gets down into like the 30s and it rains. <laughs> uh, free agents. Uh, Do the words uh, run or test mean anything to you? <laughs> that was the most notable Sacramento. Do the words rage on Rondo? Actually, no, he wasn't mean? even a free agent. They traded, tra- him for, no! they traded Pasia for him. No, the, no- the franchise. The most notable uh, free agent that's ever signed here is a tie between Vladi and Brad Miller. That's fucking gold medalist Brad Miller to you. Hey, I'm not complaining. I mean, they were both excellent players for us, but it's like, and Brad was more like a sign and trade. But it, <laughs> uh, yeah, like Vladi was straight up like at the time people were like, oh shit, Vladi Divots wants to play here? <laughs> That's fucking hilarious in its own of Vlade being I mean, I got my own basketball trauma I'm dealing with right now, so I don't I don't want to go down that hole. I just can't. I can't. Oh, it's too fresh, I get it. It's fucking rough. It's I think it kept me up, which is fucking embarrassing on top of everything else that like I couldn't sleep. Oh. But nonetheless, Star Wars guys, Star Wars yeah. all that stuff. Uh, let's get right into it. We just are off episode seven of Ahsoka. I think, uh, arguably the most action packed episode of the season. Uh, initial thoughts, Bert and then Harpo. I love that they went back to the, what, one of my favorite parts of any like Star Wars where they have the evasion in like a debris field setting, like 
she's trying to get away from the mind the proximity and seeking mind so it's like oh it's straight into the graveyard and only the the high mothers could pinpoint Ahsoka's location for Thrawn. I thought it was and, cool though. And they could only pinpoint her location the moment she uses the force. It's like a tapped phone line with once again, great job with the high mo- high mothers. Um they once she used it, then you see like them spring to life like, oh, call intercepted here, you know? Uh so the force we're learning. We're learning the inner workings, and you know it, it. It it's the way it works can be intercepted by other uh, others who are force sensitive. Harper, uh, yeah. what initial thoughts? Uh, yeah. I mean, as far as the action goes, I thought it was great. Um, we're getting a little bit of a. I don't. Know, I don't know if we're getting a clearer picture, but like some pieces are falling into place, and. Uh, this might be the episode where I was able to get Uncle Howard back on board with the show. I hope so. Because I sent him a picture of the naughty, and then I told him that they live in houses that are shaped like shells, and they also drive them like cars. And he was like, okay, alright. We gotta, we gotta get him back. We gotta get the big man back here, okay? And I thought, I thought this would especially be enjoyed by Uncle Howard. I think this had a lot of the main ingredients for a guy like, like that to get involved in the house cars. I was like, Oh my God, this is the most uncle Howard thing that has ever existed. It <laughs> reminded me of kind of like the busy town. <laughs> the uh, Richard Rich- scary. Yeah. Like with the apple car kind of like reminded me of that. Well, w- when I was watching Harpo, I remember what you were saying about the last episode that there was a lot of Japanese and like samurai influences with like the night troopers and the ship and all that. I saw it in this too because it reminded me a lot of like Howl's Moving Castle, like a big mobile like mass just like shrunken down for all the individual oh, guys. Good call. Uh, what yeah. was that movie that flopped? That it was like a bunch of houses and like like they fought. It was like a bunch of gears turning. It came out around the same time as maybe the Last Jedi. Was oh, that the one where they were kind of like all floating in the air? It was very something? steampunk. Yes, I think they were floating in the air. Uh, it's gonna bother me now. It, it, it seems like. Oh uh, a... yeah, I remember. <sighs> yes. I never saw it. Never saw it either. It was an epic, though. Like, are you talking of... about uh, Sucker Punch? No, I'm talking about. I think it's called Immortal Engines. Yes. The Immortal Engines. Good call. Yeah, yeah. More... No, I don't. Sucker Punch. I didn't say it was fucking horny as shit, bro. <laughs> I, I didn't say I was uh, watching it at TBS at two two a.m. with a with a blanket over my lap. Uh, I said it was a. Uh, oh, was there also? Jupiter Ascending around the same time? Jupiter Ascending was, I think, a few years before. It was 2015. I mean, okay, roughly around the same time. But uh, has has another Uncle Howard favorite. Fucking guy, man. Just the the movie taste. (laughs) You know, he he picks and chooses and it's, you know, bless him. He loves Jupiter Ascending. He loves the skating. Uh, (laughs) Skating in the air. Yeah. So, all right. Sorry, we brought up Mortal Engines. That's that's not a take on. Uh, that's not a take on this episode. That it's similar to Mortal Engines. Um, yeah. So, my initial thoughts: loved it. It was action packed. Uh, Sabine and Ezra's relationship is, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not one of these people of these. Oh, are are they Ross and Rachel? Are they uh, the the Scrubs doctors? Uh, 
what's her face and uh, Zach Braff. Uh, I do feel sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Sarah Chalk's character. Sarah Chalk. Sorry. Um, but they seem to be friends, right? So I'm not going to will they, won't they, Ezra and Sabine. But he, she seems to still refuse to mention what happened and how she got there, which is kind of a crucial fucking part of the story. And I feel like if I was Ezra, I'd be like, no, you, you kind of have to mention how you got yeah, there. Yeah, she pretty much undid his sacrifice. Let's say entirely undid, like Lothal, Lothal's safe. You know, ho- his home is fine. Lothal is good. They're aces. For now. Well, I mean, geez Louise, you think Thrawn's first thing is, let's fuck up Lothal when I get back. I got some unfinished business. I think Thrawn's petty enough to do that, honestly. I, he's got unfinished business for giant moose man over there. <laughs> Talking about the Bendu. Yeah. But there has to be a point in time, though, where, like, Sabine has to have some sort of come up. And I mean, there's, there's no way you can just continue to just you know, kind of just be a loose cannon and kind of a shithead and not have mm-hmm. there be any consequences. So, do you think that in this episode, Ahsoka kind of like forgave her and not so many words? I think Hu Yang's words rang true to her that perhaps that was the only option Sabine felt she had. You know, when you're dealing with friends and family and it kind of goes back to Thrawn not having that same understanding from that last episode. He says, you did everything just to be with a friend. And she's like, you wouldn't understand. And he was like, you're right. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there, there has to come a point, though, where like, I don't think. Ahsoka wanted to like have that discussion with her in front of Ezra because mm-hmm. you know she's still kind of like oh shit Ezra you you are alive cool and didn't want to you know kind of ruin the mood mm-hmm. but there's gonna come a point in time where like maybe Ezra's in the shitter or something and <laughs> Ahsoka takes Sabine aside and goes listen motherfucker you can't keep doing <laughs> stupid shit you are no longer my Padawan I'm no longer your master. We are no longer friends. Yeah. <laughs> Once you move all your shit off the ship, you are done. I'm not gonna house sit your loft cat. I'm not gonna fucking. <laughs> I'm not gonna be there at your. Uh, I was say quinceanera, but she's much older than that. <laughs> she's not gonna be there for any major parties anytime soon. Assuming. They oh my off. god, that's the other thing too. Like with people who aren't like you know super into rebels that are like, was it Sabine like 19? Like what? No. Well, now she's like in their. She's like in her uh, like late twenties. So like Ezra's twenty eight. They're they're all in their like. I mean, not Ahsoka, but you know, uh, isn't Sabine older than Ezra though? Well, she maybe a year or two older than him. Yeah, I see. Yeah, a little, maybe a little bit, yeah. not much. Yeah, uh, yeah. Lando uh, felt, felt different, but uh, let's let's not have that discussion. I know uh, Ezra's same age as Luke and Leia, so. This man fucking just, you know, you, you got us. You got us, and you're not going to let us ever hear the end of it. No! This. Hey, man, I'm, I'm a completionist. I, <laughs> I even endured season one of Rebels to find out that little tidbit. So. That makes one of us. Oh, God, did you uh, catch the uh, little season one Ezra Easter egg I in did. this episode? Yeah. Oh, the <laughs> slingshot to the night. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the fucking weaponry you taught them, dude? A fucking slingshot? Are you Bart Simpson? <laughs> that came out, and I was like, oh no. Susan came out. I was like, god damn it. I thought we were like, away from this. I'm glad it didn't work. They no-sold it, you know? So, like, 
I mean, he, he hit him with a slingshot, but you know what? It didn't work. <laughs> Gotta use the soundboard, guys. So, uh, all in all, we liked it. We liked the episode. How'd you feel about Ezra rejecting his lightsaber and using the Force to fight? Oh, dude, that that reminded me of, like, the old school... Uh, there was this old kind of, like, sort of like Star Wars version of D&D back in the day. And one of the characters you could play was a Jedi monk who didn't use a lightsaber and just used the Force as his weapon. So I got like heavy vibes from that. Um, I hate to give this guy any any flowers here, but he's got his second mention. Um, oh, and I don't agree with I don't agree with it. I liked it. I, I thought it was you know uh, very reminiscent of a Jared Emway, but. Uh, Shampoodler said it was reminiscent of the 2009 film Push with Chris Evans, uh, Ezra's fight style of just telepathically getting people out of his way. I liked it, but uh, I thought it was a dope reference. And when, we, when we're getting Mortal Engines and we're getting Push, we're, we're showing love to uh, to a lot of flops out there because, you know, those movies need to be watched. People work hard on them. Yeah, we're celebrating the end of the strike by pointing out some failures that <laughs> Maybe you didn't need to be <laughs> Yes. Well, I mean, Bert, your parting words from the last episode, immediately afterwards, the fucking strike was resolved. So, uh, you know. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You know. I, I willed it in the force, and the force responded. There you go. There you go. Fair enough. So, other things from this episode. Thrawn's chessboard here. Um, thought it was cool. I thought it was neat. I thought it was lovely, you know. Uh, I don't know what purpose it serves otherwise, but, you know, well done. It, it annoyed the shit out of him when he's like, we're short a mercenary. <laughs> <laughs> he looked pissed. I'm like, oh, man, that man's annoyed as fuck. <laughs> no, I'm afraid I just blew myself. <laughs> looking for the opening. I was looking Perfect. Thank you, Harpo. That was Lawless that, victory. That was <laughs> uh he was pissed, which is one of the few times. So is I, I guess we could get right into predictions maybe of what is gonna happen in the season finale because like is he at all like this threw him off. Like Balin's not Balin's not a dum dum. Balin's not looking at the landscape of uh Peridia. He's he's not out there uh just, you know, enjoying the scenery. I mean, it, it caught Shin off guard, too. He's like, this is where we part ways. And she's like, what? <laughs> yeah, which which I don't know. Uh, you know, if you're hanging around with Shin, I don't know why you decide to have her part ways. But I guess that's neither here nor there. Uh, great casting, <laughs> by the way, everybody. I don't know if I brought that up today. Very, very athletic <laughs> casting. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very curious as to what he's seeking. Um I don't know. I mean, it's like there's 10,000 things it could possibly be. Um, the, so I have a theory. Well, I don't have a theory, but I have an example, right? There was once this car chase happening on the live news, and I've told this story probably to Burp before, but there's a car chase. And in time there's a car chase, at least us men of a certain age, right? Remember live car chases. You won't get that on Netflix, right? You won't get that on streaming. Shit interrupted by a car chase. Uh, and stuff was going down. And so the the news anchor was like, 
you know, we don't know where this person intends to go. We don't know what, you know, why they're being chased, but we will continue. And then they had a caller. Somebody called in with information about the, the get the, the driver, right? And they asked and they asked him, sir, you know this man. Where do you think he's trying to go? He went, honey, he's going straight to New York City to go on the Howard Stern show. Baba booey, baba booey. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, I, I think that's, you know, where Balin's going. Going straight to New York City to go on the Stern show. I mean, your guess is as good as mine. It might be World Between Worlds, which I feel at this point feels kind of like, I don't know, hat on a hat, Snoke, maybe Snoke on a rope. Yeah, but Snoke. It's got to be Snoke. Got to be my man there. Golden panties, gold robes, looking like, you know, looking like a younger Hugh Hefner. Oh, and there's one thing that uh, became totally obvious to me that I was ashamed of not noticing before. The Ring of Scion is clearly meant to jump the chimera back to the known universe yeah that's why it's that why yeah otherwise you just put those three things together make, i was like oh god smaller. i'm so stupid how did i not realize that she had to build that big ass ring to fit around a star destroyer <laughs> yeah uh and it, it it looks almost too big for that but i mean uh, who am i dude i don't i don't have the essential guide to vehicles it's a little too similar to snoke's ring though <laughs> God damn right it is. Uh, Where's Balin's skull going? I don't know. He had that same look that I get when I hit the bong too hard and just walk away into another room and just (laughs) lay down for a second. (laughs) He he, he had the same look as uh, uh, Harpo. I know Bert's answer, that's why I'm not asking you, Bert. You seen Mad Men? Yeah, you. Oh yeah, I watched like the first. Oh, you season watched the of first it. season. Okay, you watched like the season available on Pluto. Uh, yes. <laughs> no. So there's the character Salvatore Romano, right? You know, yeah, uh, great, great Italian guy. You know, I've, I've fr- big Sal. Yeah. Salvatore Romano. You know, uh, a lot like other characters on uh, famed TV shows, and he. He was, you know, he was on the DL, which, you know, at that time, it's it's very tough, you know, and, you know, in the 50s or whatever, fucking olden days, right? Uh, not a lot of open-mindedness. And in the last episode, Salvatore Romano, uh, you know, has this awakening and he calls his wife from the payphone and he's, and he's like in a, he's in some park in New York. He's like, he's like, yeah, honey, uh, you know, the meeting didn't go well. I, I got to go. There's just something right now I got to do. And he, he went off into the distance with some uh, some sailors, um, and <laughs> you know, and that was the end of Salvatore Romano's arc on Mad Men. It was actually uh, really not satisfying Spice. for an original character. So I don't know. I mean, where's Balin going? Who knows? Is there something he has to do? You know, I can't tell you. I mean, my fury, and I'm gonna need Harpo to really lay the groundwork for this one. He discovers the world between worlds on Peridia because we're assuming like Lafal, it's one of the I guess gateways for mm. like an ancient temple to it. Um and Ahsoka's gonna run into him when he discovers it and they go through the world between worlds at this point and she's there and sees the Battle of Bespin between Luke and Vader and she's like, oh wow, this is the first time like 
they encounter each other like one on one. And then she's there and she's wanting to interfere, but then she remembers the warning of not interfering with like past events. And mm-hmm. she sees when he severs his hand, the lightsaber falls. And then she sees the lightsaber in the hand be collected by no. Palpatine's cloners. And they make that horrible clone of Luke Skywalker. Oh, Luke, Luke like, Skywalker. Luke like four years. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, you know what? This is another one of the uh, many, many, many unforgivable crimes of Maz yes. is... We were supposed to get the story of how she came into co- or how she came to own Anakin's lightsaber that Luke great down great story shaft for another time. It's <laughs> it's an awesome story. Trust me, you're just not gonna hear it. So I've been trying to find out the backtrack. I'm like, where the fuck was this going? And there's been, I believe, one or two explanations in the Marvel comics of Star Wars, like the Go new outside, recent. Nerd. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and one is that a hooded figure catches a lightsaber, but then it's never revealed. It's Snoke. Yes, thank you. It's, it's Snoke. Snoke. Yes. The, the fat ring gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And, and I believe there was another one where Luke actually goes back to look for the lightsaber. He doesn't find it, but then it cuts to that Ugnot discovered it and like kept it from being destroyed. I don't know. <laughs> oh, fucking Ugnots! I do not piss on myself. All right. <laughs> so. I, Bert, man, you had me. I was like, oh, I, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. And then we got into Luke with eight U's uh, <laughs> yes. territory here. You know, God, that lightsaber. I mean, if Ahsoka's the one that gets it and gives it to fucking Maz, I mean, I guess it's not really that impressive. But it's, it's a, if there's, it's, it answers another question that we had. So, I mean, it's something. <laughs> I like to think of Maz like selling her body in order to get it. Big ass titties. <laughs> God, good God, Harpo! It gets her. Fucking... I had that queued up for whatever, and then that. Oh, Lord, how many dicks do no. I have to suck to get this lightsaber? No. She's just flying around that little jetpack, dangling them things out there. We forgot Maz does have a jetpack, but Ma, you know, I mean, you know, whatever, you know, if that if that's her her ultimate goal, then I think I I I, I encourage it, you know. Hey, you know, I'm not no, shaming no, her. I'm just not. saying, you know, that's that's you know, that's that's how I like to remember her. Boobies. <laughs> I think this is a great segue into our next topic of I think uh-huh. saying. Yes, exactly. Off air of the most annoying question coming up to the show. Franklin, I think you brought it up. Thank you, Bert. Look at you. You're being professional as shit. Always. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. The the question that I, I see on YouTube, and I hate it so fucking much, dude. I fucking hate it. Where's Luke during all this? Why haven't we seen Luke? Shouldn't Luke be helping them? Um, Like... And, and the rebuttal I have is like throughout major events in history, maybe, you know, you know, people will say, oh, I see a lot of myself in Luke Skywalker. I see a lot of myself in the heroes of Star Wars. That's why I enjoy it so much. But in the moments of our own history of the last 30 years, 
where have you all been dur- during these times, you know, where you could have stepped in and done something and been and been a hero, you know? Yeah, where were you <laughs> on 9-11, random YouTuber? Right. Where was Luke in 9-11? Huh? <laughs> well, Captain yeah. America could have legitimately helped, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, he was frozen, sir. Uh, not when he was returning the stones. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, oh gotcha. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, so I think the, the Luke thing is fucking stupid. He was, he was fucking teaching. Like, who, who cares? Who gives a shit? Like, it's not consequential. Like, oh, Luke was like... Like, this whole fucking thing of, like, well, that thing doesn't coincide with a movie made in 1977. It's, like, that's fucking moot at this point. It's fucking moot. Like, what are you doing? Like, if that's your fucking brilliant point to, like, the fucking discourse, obviously, Star Wars is definitely not without its flaws. But if you're fucking, if your fucking main, like, heavy hitter is, like, yeah, it doesn't really vibe with this thing made 50 years ago. It's, like, okay. Okay. That's what you got. Yeah, I don't give a rat's ass what Luke's doing right now. Like Leia's, like, like I was even kind of bummed that we got a Leia mention this. This I like the cameo. Like, it was the cameo was fine, but it could have just been like General Calrissian or somebody. It didn't have to be Leia. It doesn't have to always be like the two magical people in the in the family that, for whatever reason, are involved in. Every single major plot mm-hmm. point in the history of the Republic. That's fair. I mean, I I kind of felt that for the war crime or whatever that they were charging Hera with, uh, override from Senator Leia Organa, like, what is like a heavy, like, oh yeah, I guess we can't do shit then, like, and a big yeah. fuck you to that prick, uh, Harpo. You said he's the father from Resistance. Father of Kaz. He's right? either the father or the okay. uncle. I can't remember of Kaz from Resistance. Which, by the way, you don't ever need to watch because it sucks. Father, ass. Of, I, th- I think it's the father because no uncle would ever do such a thing. That's true. Yeah, no, not even no, no, uncle no, I know no. of. Uncles, they give you your first porno mags. They don't fucking. They don't work for governments. Uh, okay, so I didn't mind it. I know, like again. I saw people like, oh, I was expecting Leia, and then like, you know, I wouldn't have put it above Disney to, to 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 have Leia in their CGI. Like, people are complaining about shit that doesn't happen. Is the state of some Star Wars fans like? Yo, I view, I view it as Flower Symphony Daniels, man. That's a legend right there. That's an OG. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm happy as fuck to see three PO, man. Get him a check. Three PO yeah. and Chopper interaction, man. When, he, yeah. when he's like, why oh, do we man. take the testimony from a, a lowly droid? And Chopper yeah. got mad, man. He's like, wow. I thought Chopper was going <laughs> to murk him right Chopper there. Chopper took that, like he said, uh, like a no-no thing. Like, that's not a... Yeah, like he yeah, said, a Chopper slur. did not care for that shit. Uh, yeah. I, I like Chopper. Um, and people are hoping for a reunion of the main Rebels cast. You guys think we have that in it? I don't know. I... I mean, you're, you're not gonna get Kanan, so I know <laughs> oh. that much. Yeah, I mean, they they kind of, uh, I guess, uh, said that Zeb's like training recruits, so maybe like he ain't ever gonna show up. Like, well, he did show up in Mando. Yes, he did, but maybe do they need him? Like, I don't know. It'd be cool as hell. Like, I would love to see him in the show. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, it'd be it'd be dope. But yeah, I, I I don't I don't know if they have it in them. What's what what are the predictions for the next episode? Let's let's do that. I'm gonna say they never get off the the out of the galaxy. They're stranded there. Really? That's my yeah. hope. Yeah, that's my hope. Because like I said at the first episode, was we're so like we've been stuck in that one galaxy for mm-hmm. so long, where everything has gotten smaller. And I like the idea of being somewhere where there's a bunch of unknowns. Yeah. But but my, my, my only like complaint if they do go that route, then it's like, oh, we lose Hera and we ain't losing Hera, I'm telling you right no. now. No. no. I'm good on that. <laughs> no, the Blazers got Drew Holidays. I mean the Blazers traded Drew Holidays for a fucking uh bunch of garbage from Boston. Great. No, that's that. Oh, fucking terrific. you know just fucking ridiculous, but I'm not <sighs> When it rains it pours, my friend. That's fine. That's fine. Heat in five. Nonetheless, the show must go on. My predictions. So Ezra said they're going home, right? That's what he That's said. That's not a good sign. That's where you get the voiceover, and he was wrong. <laughs> that's 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 where the director. <laughs> he wasn't going home. <laughs> so and and I and a few of you brought up they might have to use the world between worlds to go to the modern modern time because they can't just hop aboard a the Star Destroyer, sneakily, even though Ezra, man of many outfits, man of many uh, Stormtrooper disguises, you know? Don't think he got to take those with him, though. Uh, I am curious to see where it takes place. I feel if you're ending it on a cliffhanger, Thrawn's, like, has to do, like, a big threat, you know? Like, he needs to, like, contact Mon Mothma and, you know... Just, just drop like a, a hello there to Mon Mothma. Like, hey, it's been a while. How's your husband? <laughs> hello there. <laughs> your imperial leaning <laughs> husband. I wonder if they're still married. I wonder if the daughter and the husband are still alive. Yeah, I mean, a lot's changed since uh, season like one of Andor. Twenty-ish years. She looks great. <laughs> that now always forever now forever <laughs> classy show we got here guys classy show so gentlemen i i, I did want to get your guys's takes on the uh the absolute banger of an outro theme that this show has yeah it's, it's dope. dope yeah i'm with it it's like I listen to the whole thing because they only play like a minute or so of it each episode. It's awesome, man. It's like three or four songs in one. It's it's so versatile that I can imagine hearing it at a Viking funeral or a Viking mm-hmm. wedding. I think from the Disney Plus shows, my favorite outro is Book of Boba Fett, though. Yeah, that it was it was, it was kind of like a the medieval style um shit. What's that called? Uh, with the minstrels type music, like I loved it. That yeah. was my favorite. Yeah, shout out to the outros for Book of Boba Fett. That doesn't get enough love. Uh, you know, Andor's Andor's theme, the ever changing theme. I mean, that these all the musics. You know, really. Um, I saw on Reddit there's an Andor trailer going on uh you know fan cam shit but uh 
I'm not going to go into that. I it really didn't get enough clear picture in it. But where do you guys feel on Andor versus Ahsoka? Which have you preferred? Mm. Well, it depends on what mm-hmm. mood I'm in, honestly. Like, it used to be... My main problem with Star Wars is that, that they keep going by that George Lucas talking point that, you know, Star Wars movies, first and foremost, are for children. And a lot of times you kind of get that. And it's like, which is fine, but now my kids are getting older and they're kind of like tuning out of Star mm-hmm. Wars a little bit. So, so I think a show like Andor is important to like keep that generation, you know, engaged and say, Hey, you know, you're getting a little older, but guess what? So is Star Wars. It's not always going to just be porgs and, you know, naughties and stuff like that. There's also this intrigue and <clears throat> stuff like that. That's going to kind of help hopefully kind of bridge that gap. But at the same point in time, uh, Ahsoka was like a show that was 110% made for me specifically. So I kind of got to go with Ahsoka. That's a fair point too, I think. Uh, yeah. They're, they're, I, they're done to be different. It's not exactly fair. Like, and going off of what you said there, so, sorry to cut you off, Franklin. No, you go, go for it. Oh, I had nothing. Uh, go for um Harpo, you're saying that the show is made for me. I feel the same way. Like, you don't really need to follow, like, the Filoni verse of Clone Wars and Rebels, but it sure helps a lot if you did. Like, I feel like Mando is fantastic in its own right, and it because it's great for the hardcore fans, and it's great for, like, the the regs, the, you know, the regular people. I like but, the reg use, yeah. Some, yeah, more, more, it is. More Clone, clone, more, uh, <laughs> clone Trooper... Uh, not slurs, but it was the equivalent of uh, for the Bad Batch, at least. I, I don't. I didn't want to say yeah. normie because you know, like no, I don't no, want to no. alienate those fans either. But yeah, like Mando's great all around. But Harpo, you're right. This is hitting notes to me. So Ahsoka, yeah. <laughs> I I mean, man, this is a little bit tougher for me to be perfectly honest with you, man. Andor hit, Andor hit, but. Just the motif, the aesthetics. I, I, I get close to leaning towards Ahsoka. And, and ultimately, I do choose Ahsoka. But man, Andor hit, man. Like, when Andor was on, on its shit, it was good. It was, you know, the main thing. Just not enough aliens and, like, droids. Essentially, is the only criticism people have of that. You know? That's it. Like, story-wise, it's fucking dope. It's fucking dope. Yeah, it's... I think if you take it as a piece of art, then Andor is by far the greater piece of filmmaking. Storytelling, I, say. I guess. Yeah, fair enough. Yes, but as far as like you know something that was made to appeal to you know people like us who are completists, you can't get much better than Ahsoka. I mean, it's just, it's just tying so many things together. And it justifies all those hours we spent watching animated <laughs> series. And that's an important thing at my age. You need that payoff for watching uh for watching D Squadron in the uh, in the void. You need that payoff for watching a kid of a slingshot. I get you. 
I also think it's dope as hell that we're getting Hayden Christensen rounding out his portrayal of Anakin Skywalker. That is great. That is great for the actor. It's great, you know, great for the story, but good for the actor to get his love now, you know, that he deserves then, you know. Exactly. Or Jake Lloyd in there. Come on, guys. Yeah. yeah someday. Someday. You know, I don't. I don't see why not. Uh, all right. Jake Lloyd stars in Young, Young Snow. <laughs> Damn. So yeah, I don't know where the last episode is going to go, guys. But I think uh, I think we've rounded that off. I mean, I- I'm ho- I'm hoping for the best. You know, uh, I think essentially you're. You're going to see our heroes get there by some means of back to uh, the original galaxy that they'll find a way out. And essentially, this has to end with the Empire being like, or at least this remnants to be like, you know, we're back and, and we're fucking shit up. That's my take. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I just don't know if you pull that trigger now or if you save that for episode one of season two. Depends. Did on, they say I mean, they're yeah. doing a second season? I thought they were because that's how it's going to tie everything together, and then the the movie that's supposed to come out the air. I, I haven't heard anything about a second Ahsoka season. It could be the case. I haven't heard. Oh. Maybe I'm breaking <laughs> some news here, or maybe no, I'm no. talking uh, out of my ass. It, it'd be You'll fair never enough. know. I, nothing like formally announced ever, I, I thought. But um, yeah, I think you could just. I think Ahsoka should be the point, right? There's no. In the Mandoverse, there's no Boba Fett season two. There hasn't been a Mando season four announcement. The way they close that off, it's almost open ended to start again. But essentially, you know that movie's coming up. I don't think there's any other series to really connect it. Like, I think this is it. If it's, you know, I don't think you need to add anything else to be honest, you know, let this be the gateway to the movie, you know, let's get to it. Yeah. You know what? That, I'm with you. Now. That, you know, you there's, there's enough, me. you know, you don't need to tie anything in. You don't need a second season of Boba Fett to, you know, you know, you don't need to Avengers this. What? Where, where he's e- where he's even fatter because he's just been drinking all day on the throne. <laughs> Tim Moore Morris was a good... <laughs> the curse of Fortuna. Tim was in good shape throughout. Uh, no, he was in fantastic uh, shape. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, I think uh, that he he said he got a lot of shit because in um, Mando, Mando season two, mm-hmm. yeah, they're like they made the meme Boba fat, and he's yeah. like, I can't have that, and he lost like. 40 pounds or some shit. And you know what? He was also... Damn. Yeah. At his that's age, no that's hard. Joke. And you know what? He was also great in the Vince Vaughn film, Couples Retreat. <laughs> yeah, and that had John Favreau. So, you know. The that's Couples where it started Retreat right there. with John Favreau and Vince Vaughn <laughs> and Kristen Bell. That's where it started, man. Fucking, I saw the internship the other day. Have you guys seen that? Is that Vince Vaughn and Luke Wilson? Oh, the... Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, sorry. Wow. <laughs> well done. That was my yeah, Owen that Wilson was impression. it. It was fucking rough. And I I had never seen it before, but I remember uh 
I'll tell you the story off air. All right, it's 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 too it's too uh yeah. Okay. It's not too good. It's, it's just like good. an it's an old you know old job story, and I don't I don't need people learning shit about me. Uh-huh. Uh, so ask me afterwards. Okay. All right. So everything's a Star Wars, but sometimes some things are star more Star Wars than, than others. Um, gentlemen, what's going on outside of the world of Star the outside of the immediate world of Star Wars? Well, um, Wrestle well, we Dream got... going on today. Go ahead, Bert. Yeah. Now people will be hearing this after Wrestle Dream has taken place, unfortunately. But you know, uh, any <laughs> any thought you want to act like it happened already and just be like, "Wow, Zach Saber and, and Brian, what a match!" Yeah, uh, <laughs> Brian stayed healthy. Nothing went wrong. It, it was great. So yeah, he didn't uh, break anything. Yeah. He didn't break the <laughs> You guys, I was jinxed. really He's... shocked at the Dolph Ziggler run in. You know, uh, uh, I'm really surprised uh, Dax Harwood's balls popped out again. wasn't expecting that to happen, but lo and behold, if there's a pay-per-view, that man's taking his balls out. Yeah, he's wearing the most satin white panties and just, like, don't grip to anything. I think it's, yeah. I was very impressed that the uh, guy who started the CM Punk chant got the shit beat out of him. (laughs) I fucking hope that (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah uh, how about the edge showing up yeah i don't know how do they got around that copyright by adding the word the in front of it. it's very clever <laughs> i would love the- it if he's just adam copeland <laughs> like it's like ah. i i think they're gonna follow the rules from the uh the social network movie <laughs> add the, the. the. add the the it's clear yeah <laughs> the edge baby <laughs> Uh, maybe it'll be Edge with a bunch of E's. Yeah, with a uh, bunch of E's. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this shit. I mean, why the fuck not? I mean, uh, it's gonna be on at fucking 4 a.m. my time anyway. So, oh, man. Yeah, if you wait like four days, it's gonna air for free for some reason. I don't think. It, yeah, ITV got all in for free. It got. It gets. It's getting pay per views for free, man. ITV, do you have Pluto man. TV over there? We do have Pluto. Pluto sucks in England, dude. Oh no! In it's Mexico, like half the it was amazing. Yeah, Mexico had a AEW channel. No shit for their Pluto. Yeah, uh, I got to VPN my shit and see if see how that Pluto works out. Then, uh, granted, that was like three years ago. I don't know if they still do, but they did That's at one point, and it was fucking dope. fire. Mexican Pluto, M- fucking Mexican Coke, best Coke. Mexican Pluto fucking best pluto it's gotta be yeah it was like they had i think they had a mouth or no the tv station there one of the networks there was like malcolm in the middle like almost all day <laughs> fucking perfect and it's like just watching it like i'm watching it and it's like i'm getting like every third or fourth word because my spanish sucks yeah and <laughs> it's like all the voices you could tell they were dubbed except for brian cranston's it sounded like he legit went in there and <laughs> he, did it he himself. <laughs> like he's that much of a pro. Oh my god! Well, shout out Brian Crant. You know I've been watching some Malcolm lately. Uh, it's fucking. It's a good show. It is a good show, man. Yeah. Evita is unfair. I don't know how to say that in Spanish. Evita in in justo in justo. Do they still show uh, Benoit in the Mexican? Oh, yeah, in the- oh, hell yeah. They, they still show him on the Disney Plus. Uh, 
Malcolm episodes. Yeah, he's still so, in the intro on Hulu and on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got Mal- Malcolm is here in uh, Disney Plus is a lot of Hulu shit, and in, in, uh, we don't have Hulu in England, but we got we got a a shit ton of Hulu stuff on our Disney. Oh, Plus. nice. Yeah. So oh, isn't it the Fox stuff? Essentially, but we don't have like Always Sunny and a few other things, so it's a uh, it's a bit complicated. But we got Always Sunny in our Netflix, like the newest season, so it's weird. Yeah, streaming. That's why. That's why I need a VPN, man. That's why I need a VPN. That's... They got Saul like as it was happening, right? Uh, a week after each episode. Oh yes, not like our cheap ass friends that waited too fucking long to watch Yo. season six. Harpo, our boys did not watch Saul as it was happening. And they was like, I'm going to watch it when it comes on Netflix. They have to wait a fucking over a year to watch the end. So stupid, dude. Fuck it. Like there's there are still a few shows that I'm like, hey, I have to watch this live. Like and that was one of them. Yep. I mean, the three of us, we may disagree on certain things, but the importance of the stories got to have our stories. You have to. Yeah. You can't like. Oh, I'll wait till it comes on Netflix. Like, you know, that's some fucking cheap shit, man. You know, I I, I don't know. I can't, uh, you know, I can't. Hey, that. Stewie, how's the weather up there? Very fair. Like our prices. Damn right, Big Stew. Well, you know, you just <laughs> mentioned yeah. you just mentioned Netflix, and I want to just take two minutes here yes. to try and sell you guys on a Netflix series. So. Oof. Uh, those of us who are familiar with professional wrestling know of the uh, Ohio Valley Wrestling promotion that used to be the sort of the the laboratory where they grew their future stars like John Cena and Batista and Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, and to a much lesser extent, Shelton Benjamin. And after what, maybe, how long were they developmental for? Like, 15 years, 10 years, something like that. <laughs> One day, Vince McMahon just said, hey, we're going to make our own developmental territory. And that's when, was that first it was FCW, and then it now is known as NXT. And you would think that the WWE pulling out would have been the death knell for Ohio Valley Wrestling. But no, they continue in spite of the odds. And there's a Netflix series called The Wrestlers that chronicles the struggles of Al Snow, the head trainer and promoter of OVW, as he tries to navigate the modern wrestling landscape. And gentlemen, I'm going to give you just this little brief breakdown. Okay, Al Snow... You sound like you've been drinking this early in the morning, bro. I have. Al Snow (laughs) is delusional. Like beyond delusional of not only of his place in the wrestling pantheon but in basically everything like he will sit there and if you listen to him you would think that ovw was you know like peak mid-south wrestling like they're drawing these huge rabid crowds in reality they're wrestling a lot of times in parking lots and uh town like uh town squares you know it's like they do these uh, this summer tour every year where they go to all these different places to try to, you know, pump up the crowd and, you know, bring in some new fans. Oh, yeah, like, what, Miami, Los Angeles, you know, oh, Austin. Oh, no, no, no. We're talking, like, podunk 
you know, cousin fucker Tennessee, uh, you know, <laughs> pig knuckle Ohio, you know, all these tiny little towns. And the best part is that there's this one guy who's like the lead announcer, but he's also like in charge of marketing. And the money mark that runs the promotion that owns it, he's like some radio, like I think he's like on a local ESPN channel. And he has zero idea how wrestling works financially. And he also has even less idea of how to like interact with human beings. So it makes for some very awkward scenes of this poor gentleman who is doing his best to get people to care about this promotion that no one has cared about for 15 years. And he goes to all these businesses to try to get them to sponsor. And he tells them, oh, yeah, we're doing the internet pay-per-view on Fight TV. So they have this magic number that they have to hit. If they hit 500 buys, then the show becomes profitable. So he goes out, he pulls out all the stops and gets all these sponsors. And it's going to be this huge show. And so he gets on a Zoom call with... uh, the rep from fight TV to get their numbers after the pay-per-view happens. And he's, you know, telling his wife, he's like, I I got a really good feeling about this. I really think we did a great job. This show, I know we did it. And so he's talking to the rep and the rep says, so uh, yeah, your total number buys was 74. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, what? what? 74? Hold on. I got it. Fucking box office is a joke. It is, yeah. And so he goes, "Oh no, this is not good." So, and then the the fight TV rep goes, "Would you like a geographical breakdown of all of where these buys came from?" And he goes, "Yeah, sure." And he goes, "Okay, well, so you had fifty from uh, Ohio, you had uh, ten from Tennessee, one in Florida, one in blah blah blah." Like and he goes, "Oh, and there's one in Spain." And so I'm just imagining the saddest, loneliest person in Spain firing up their laptop to watch an OVW. Oye, que clase de mierda! ¿Qué es eso? I want to go on the record saying I was not the one in Florida. Fuck fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't get any any from Corpus Christi, huh? Go figure. That's bad. (laughs) and the guy's like, and I don't get it. The pay-per-views are only fifteen dollars. Fucking, I mean, like the WWE Network was ten bucks a month. Peacock is even fucking less sim- simultaneously. Like, hey, uh, Franklin, what's a uh, Russell's dream cost in the UK tonight? Sixteen dollars. Oh, right. You get <laughs> you get Russell Dream, or you can watch Ohio Valley Wrestling number two fifty six. <laughs> Oh man! Damn, and I only got one. You, say, you save a dollar. You save a dollar, and you get to see shit. I guarantee you've never seen before. <laughs> That's for fucking sure. Damn, man! I don't know. Yeah, that dollar great if if Ohio Valley did like a punch card for their uh, their pay per views, and it's like every fifth pay per view is ten ten percent off or something like that. <laughs> Get a free <laughs> the equivalent of a sub card, or or Get like a reward card. system. Oh, reward. This is it Dave and Buster's <laughs> fucking power card of OVW man? Like, what do I get, man? A free Al Snow figure after uh, ten shows? 
you get his like signed tops trading card like him <laughs> in head <laughs> <laughs> yo i don't know how the wrestlers do it man but these motherfuckers you go to a show they still have eight by tens from the year 1997 like that shit's wild like yeah how many I'm you pretty have sure printed? like before before they go out on the road they call it's like uh tony yeah it's uh al i'm gonna need uh 500 copies i'm feeling good this weekend <laughs> i just figured it was like from back then and just fucking hoarded it you know but that that makes more sense i guess <laughs> you know they got i copies. mean if they, if they got that world wrestling federation copyright at the bottom you know they've like hoarded before they got released <laughs> oh yeah out. man hell yeah oh we lost harpo briefly that's that's fair well oh yeah. no the show they the cut show the, must they be- cut the pipeline. <laughs> OBW didn't like what they were hearing. <laughs> they said, hey. Al, Al Snow had him snipe, man. Like, uh, you know. Oh, Harpo, I didn't see your initial oh, message. Sorry about that, guys. I My, see uh, you, you had us in the chat, too. I'm like, oh, fuck. I just ran ran into the room and plugged it in. I think. Oh, uh, well, all good. I think we were wrapping up in general. That's enough of uh, OBW talk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, now, now their algorithm's going to just show, like, oh, man, we were hot for, like, <laughs> Five minutes for some reason. <laughs> All right. So, um, anything else before we we uh, we wrap it up here? Uh, I'm excited for the finale of Ahsoka. I hope everyone else is because it's great to be a Star Wars fan lately. Yep, that's that's true, man. That's yeah. Keep your eyes out for uh, Loki season two coming up. Sure, I, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's the same week, right? Same week, yeah, the October 6th. Yeah, oh, okay, there you and, go. Uh, oh, Howard, yeah, it is. Oh. Uncle Howard and I will be doing battle with the city of Stockton on Wednesday for the fourth anniversary edition of Dynamite. No hopefully, shit. Hopefully we're not going to be held hostage afterwards. <laughs> for but, Ring of Honor? <laughs> yeah, I don't think we will. I think it's just uh, the Rampage taping afterwards. <laughs> uh, I don't yes. know, man. We I, had rampage I, 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 ROH. We we had double ROH because yeah. they film like half of it before everything. Then yeah, it's weird. Yeah, we had an hour of ROH before the show, and then another hour after Dynamite and Rampage. And then did you guys see Jimmy Jacobs wrestled? No. On the last... Oh my oh, god! Did he? Yeah, Jimmy Jacobs of all people wrestled at the last. Uh... ROH taping. Good, good for him. Uh, Hopefully, uh, Gates of Agony will get their push someday because Gates of Agony with Nana is just perfect. <laughs> that was the best, dude. We yeah. started humming. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so on board with everything Nana's doing right now. Yes, he, he is killing it. He is killing it. All right. Somebody well. made like a the meme of a kid. There was like a fight breaking out like in the high school hallway. Yeah. And there's this one kid that's like break dancing in the middle of it. <laughs> like this is Prince Nada every week. <laughs> I love it. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs>